Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks After Work with your host Shannon and Abby, <laughs> where we give you that after work happy hour energy and talk about everything other than work. Yes, welcome to episode 23, <laughs> Woo! our Jordan episode. Amazing. Uh, I'm so proud of us. We're amazing. <laughs> Good for us. I mean, I'm biased, but I agree. Um, if you're new here, follow us on social media. Become a part of the baddest community in the Boston area. You can find us on Instagram. It's at drinksafterwork underscore and on TikTok at drinksafterwork no underscore. And we're now on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just laughing because the only tweet that we put out is me the other day. And I was like, that's not true. I was like, there's a special place in hell for bathroom stalls. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. I just tweeted like saying there's a special place in hell for bathroom. I tweeted before and after that. Oh. It shows how much you pay attention. Anyways, you can find <laughs> us on Twitter. It's at D A W underscore podcast because all the other names are taken. Mm-hmm. So we're coming for you. Other names, other drinks other afterwards, drinks. other other drinkers. <laughs> um, and if you follow us on other already on social media, just unfollow us and follow us again so that we know that you're there. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. Maybe you just tell your friends to tell their friends to follow us. But, um, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so guys, uh, we've been on uh, like been, we've been keeping the train rolling with sip and dip. For those of you that are new, sip and dip is where we go to a different. Boston restaurant every single week. We try four drinks. We rate them on the binary scale. Binary scale is either a zero or a one. There's nothing in between. We're not good at math, so we don't try to deal with decimal points or scales of one to 10 or whatever. We usually can't count past five. So binary scale. Um, last week we went to committee and this week we're going to be um, putting out our new episode and it's at Servia. So mm-hmm. it was a ton of fun. So we recommend that you guys watch that one. Yeah. The manager at Servia was extremely good to us and we may or may not have had more than the f- usual four drinks. So yes. if you, if you want entertainment, I would say <laughs> give it a watch this week because it was, it was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, However, let's um let's give the people what they want because I know last week we said that we would announce the merch giveaway winner during this week's episode mm-hmm. and the time is here. The time is now. Okay, so for those of you that missed out, unfortunately, I'm so sorry, but there'll be plenty more giveaways. But basically, we had a merch giveaway contest because we hit 2K followers on Instagram and we wanted to show our appreciation. So thank you so much to everyone that entered. I honestly was blown away by the response I think a lot of people entered more than I thought yeah it was cute so what we're gonna do is I have my handy I have my handy dandy laptop and so I wrote down everyone's names that entered and we're gonna put it into a random name generator and we're gonna pick live for you guys right now we're not gonna pick the generator's gonna pick yes (laughs) imagine I just like (laughs) booby trapped it and like just put my mom in there to win <laughs> deletes everyone else and just puts linda like a million times i could see myself doing that but i didn't guys i didn't i'm just kidding i would never okay okay so okay so if you guys like obviously up here you can see everyone's names are there they're all different we're gonna <laughs> go di- down here all right you ready for this? Play ball. Play ball. All right. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> All right. 
right. That girl, Jen. Woo! I don't know your last name, but you won. Yay! Congratulations. Congrats, Jen. So we will shoot you a DM when this episode goes live and find out what you want for your free piece of merch. Yeah. I recommend either going with the sweatshirt, crop top, or the hoodie. That's just me. Yes, I'm wearing the cropped... um, what do you call this? Crew neck? Crew neck. Crew neck today. Imagine someone was like, I want a sticker. Honestly, you can have a sticker too, John. We'll give st- you a sticker and whatever else you want. Yes. Okay. How Drunk deeds. Okay. So this one, I wouldn't even say is like a junk deed. It's more of just like uh, what's going on in the Boston area, which I thought was kind of cool because I found this on TikTok. Obviously, that's where I get all my news. <laughs> we only go on TikTok for our news. By the way, we don't go anywhere else. <laughs> Why would we? No. Um, but, gr- <laughs> whoa. Rob Gronkowski posted a TikTok over the weekend and he is building a $1.2 million playground in Boston for the kids. For the kids, baby. How cute is that? That's adorable. So basically, and I didn't know this. I didn't realize that he had like a whole like youth foundation. Did Mm -hmm. you know that? No. I didn't know either. So it's called the Gronk Nation Youth Foundation, which is dedicated to helping kids through sports, education, fitness, and community development. So basically, him and his foundation donated $1.2 million. And it's an existing playground. It is, um, what is it called? It's called the Charles Bank Playground, and it's, like, on the Charles River. Oh, okay. Um, but basically, it's getting a little renovation slash upgrade. A little makeover. Yeah, like, it's not, like, a brand new. Like, I don't know what they're going to do, honestly. I don't know if they're going to demolish the whole thing and just build from scratch but um if you if any of you guys have you know kids or dogs and you bring them to this to this park slash playground kids or dogs um and you notice that it's different um that's because Gronk you know out of the kindness of his heart just wanted to give the kids the biggest baddest slide that you could possibly have and that's words right out of his mouth love that he said to get your slippy slidey shorts ready so cute I know adorable which I think is so important, though, because I feel like I'm kind of worried for the generations below us. I feel mm-hmm. like no one really, like, goes outside anymore. Right. Yeah, and it's not to cast judgment because I, myself, am not really one with the outdoors at all. I like, like to roller, rollerblade. Right, but as a kid, you probably you, grew up Yes, going of outside. course. Like, I, I played outside. Exactly. But I, yeah, I feel like, for sure, like, when... We grew up, we were out and about, and I feel like I wasn't on my phone and my iPad 24-7. The only thing I had was The Sims, and my mom would have to, like, drag me away from my computer, and she was like, go outside, you psychopath, and stop building teeny tiny little houses to, like, encave your Sims. And she was like, stop (laughs) making them light the fire when they don't have their, like, level two cooking certification, and then killing them all in the fire, and then having a bunch of ghosts. She was like, you crazy person. <laughs> I'm going to get you therapy. Oh. Anyways, a, a story for a different day. Yeah. But yeah, kids, get outside. <laughs> Moral of the story. Oh, God. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> so that was just a little update for those of you in the Boston area that might not have known. I know you didn't know until I told you. I didn't know. Now you know. Thank now you for you're sharing. Educated. You're welcome. Now you know. Um, another thing that happened since we were last here is our boy Elon Musk was on Saturday Night Live. Yes. That was, it was something. I feel like he's one of those people where you either love him or hate him. Mm-hmm. I would, agree. Would you, do you like him? Hate him? Care? Don't care? Um, I I don't know. I feel like it varies with the day. Mm-hmm. He, like, I he, feel like I like him. I think he's, I think he's a little out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I would date him. <laughs> um, I think, 
he seems like a like I don't know. Like I feel like he just has a lot going on. Yeah, like, I can't really keep up with him, which I think is good. But I feel like some of the stuff that he comes up with, I'm like, wow, that's awesome. And other things, I'm like, okay, don't really know where you're going with that. But right, honestly, is he is probably. Ext- I think he is extremely intelligent, and I well, would yeah. love to just like follow him around for a day. <laughs> but <Just> follow him. <laughs> yeah, he hosted Saturday Night Live, and I feel like a lot of people had mixed reviews on his performance so if you didn't get the chance to watch it um there there was he was all over the place he did a bunch of accents Mm -hmm. um he he did an italian accent and this like wario like skit like he was like mario but with a w um he did a cowboy accent he did a gen z impersonation his mom made an appearance cute um he even called so obviously cryptocurrency was mentioned and he called himself the 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 dodge father doge. the doge father doge, I, yeah i know i was gonna butcher that um and i think another thing that i thought was really cool was that he confirmed that he has Asperger's. He was like, yeah, I'm the first person with Asperger's to host SNL, or at least the first person to like admit that they have Asperger's. Was he being serious or was he? Okay. Yeah. Which I thought was like, honestly awesome. Cause I feel like there's so many people that probably, you know, have Asperger's and they don't like talk about it. And I think that's, that's awesome that he spoke out about it. Yeah. Did you see that one coming? Um, that he has Asperger's. Yeah. Um, I could, I could maybe see that. I think. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly, I'm kind of bad at like detecting things like that, but I, I could see it. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think it's, I think it's awesome and like brave that he was able to come forward with it. But I just, I know it's interesting because he obviously has been such a big spearheader of, um, you know, Dogecoin. He's been obsessed with it. After he went on Saturday Night Live. He basically, so this is my thing. I don't know what Dogecoin is. Like no one actually knows what it is. It's like a meme, but it's a currency and inside of a meme, inside of a currency, inside of a meme. You know what I mean? Like, what is it? I don't know. You're asking the wrong person. And I feel like no one can really explain it. And they were kind of joking about that on SNL. They were like, no one really knows what it is. But after he was on SNL, Dogecoin like just plummeted. And oh, now I heard, and, yeah. I saw Portnoy tweeted about that. Yeah, it was just like so bizarre. But then obviously he bought a bunch more. I'm sure he has like a long-term master plan. Like I'm sure he does, but yeah. I just find it to be extremely interesting. Yeah, I know. No. Like I said, I would love to follow the man around for a day because I think his mind is probably an extremely interesting place to be. Yeah. I'm a big Tesla fan, so. Honestly, yeah, I would love to own a Tesla one <laughs> Me day. Me too. Me too. All right. Uh, last drunk deet we got for you guys is Benifer is back. Benifer, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's uh, JLo and Ben Affleck. Keep up, people. <laughs> JLo and Ben Affleck. So, okay, there was speculation because last week when we were doing drunk deeds, we didn't talk about this because it was so new and it was like yeah. I was a very gossip call me at the time. Like, it right. was like people saw JLo and Ben Affleck talking, and I was like, I'm not going to talk about people talking, but. They just enjoyed a weekend vacation at Yellowstone Club. Week long. Sorry, a week long vacation in Yellowstone Club in Montana. So it sounds like they're pretty much, you know, back on, which I think is insane. 
Yeah, so I honestly had no idea until now that they were ever previously engaged. So I guess like 17 years ago, they were engaged and they called it off. He gave her a freaking 6.1 carat Harry Winston custom diamond ring. Okay, so it's basically the Pink Panther. Um, I can't believe that. Like, do you think she had to give that back? I don't know. But first off, like, my dream is a Harry Winston engagement ring because that's what Chuck Blair, Chuck Bass gave is. Blair. But that six point one is obnoxious. Like, that is, it's like too big. Like, I feel like people would be like, that's costume jewelry. Yeah, that's I feel like, big. That's yeah. a lot. Wow. Okay. Do you know why? I don't remember why they called off their engagement. It was so long ago. I mean, we I were- have no idea, but I like, think it's interesting because Ben Affleck was just in the news, in the news for sending a girl. Okay, so he was on Raya or still is on Raya. And for those of you that don't know, it's basically a dating app for the elite. Like, you don't have to necessarily be a celebrity, but you kind of have to be affluent enough, wealthy enough. Well known, relevant, enough. relevant enough to get accepted to be in it. Well, I remember when I was single, like a very long time ago, I I I applied just to see if I could get in. Obviously, I didn't, because <laughs> who am I? But um, <laughs> I think it's weird though because people who are even like lesser known celebrities, like they make fun of Ryan. and they're like, oh, it sucks. So I'm surprised yeah. that Ben Affleck would go on there, right? I feel but like he doesn't need a dating app. <sighs> No one needs one, but I guess so he matched with this girl again. I found this out on TikTok, but um, I guess he matched with the girl on Raya and she unmatched him. I don't know why or when, like, I don't know if they talked and then or if she just matched and unmatched him. But he basically found her Instagram and DM'd her on Instagram and sent her a video of him saying like, Why'd you unmatch me on Raya? Like, it's me. It's real. Like, it wasn't a fake profile. Like, da 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 da. And I just think that's so weird. And, but like, also, like, why are you on Raya messaging other <laughs> girls and then you're jetting away with JLo? Like, super predatorial. I don't like that. I'm just, but also, confused. like, just to be honest, why did she unmatch? him like what girl would do that unless she was also pretty famous maybe but she was like a regular girl i feel like i wouldn't unmatch ben affleck like even if i wasn't interested in him i feel like i would be like oh yeah like look at me i'm yeah, just with, to say that you like just for them. the clout yeah i don't know but like i feel like if someone unmatches you you kind of just take that and not the freaking celebrities <laughs> like they have such like, a god Ego. complex they're like no it must have been a mistake you know, we always talk about like guys aren't that into you. Yeah. Like the celebrities are the worst because they're so used to people being into them. So like, he's like, oh, no, no, she must have dropped her phone like in the toilet or her like ex-boyfriend <laughs> found it unmatched me. And like, and it's like, no, dude, like maybe she just like didn't like you. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just think the whole thing is weird. Like why after 17 years are they, you know, rekindling the fire? I feel like, I don't know. I don't know what your stance is on exes getting back together, but I feel mm -hmm. like if it ended, it ended for a reason. And it, I mean, granted a lot changes in 17 years, but if it ended back then, it's probably not going to work out now. So why? Yeah. Why? Okay. So I have like a weird thing with exes getting back together. I, okay. So I heard about a couple, um, a few years back when I was in college um, one of my like friends, friends, they dated all through college. They were like madly in love. They broke up when they graduated. They were like, it's, you know, at this point in our life, like the guy had a career, like they were living in different places, whatever. They break up, clean break. 
they're broken up for over eight years. So mm-hmm. imagine going like your own direction, no contact, whatever, for eight years. They randomly run into each other eight years later, like, I don't remember where, like a coffee shop or a bar or something. Reconnect, fall back madly in love, get engaged, get married, like done. Hmm. With that being said, I don't think that was the case for <laughs> J-Lo and Ben Affleck because they right. ended an engagement. So I'm pretty sure it ended on bad terms. I don't know why, but... I feel like that's the only situation in which I think exes can get back together. Like if you ended on good yeah. terms and you're like, there's a reason why we're ending things. Like we're moving to different places or like we want to focus on different things. But I think any other reason than that, I don't think it's going to work out. Like yeah. the same issues that followed you around earlier in your relationship are going to come back and people don't change. Right. That's no, the biggest 100%. thing. So if he was a sketchy cheater, like five years ago, he's probably going to be a sketchy cheater today. Unless he like, how to come to Jesus moment or like went to extensive therapy or like went to become a monk right. for a few years. Like, I don't really know, but like probably going to be the same person. I feel like people could argue the whole, like, well, I feel like if you truly love someone, you never stop loving someone. So it's like easy to rekindle. But like, personally, I just think like, why even there's so many fish in the sea. Like why are you, I don't know, going back. I also just think it's pretty quick. That she's moving on. Yeah. Didn't they just end things like a month ago? Yeah. But you want to like, so my opinion on that is like, I feel like, I feel like just because they announced it, like I feel like you can be, but like not even that, but like you can be in a relationship and you can be unhappy for an extremely, extremely long time. Right. And just can't leave. But it's like, by the time that you like, like, I feel like, you know, when a girl is like moved on in a relationship, like that's she has a true. boyfriend, but like, she doesn't want to be in that relationship. Like, you know. Yeah. That's actually a great point. I think when girls reach the point where they're done, like they're done, they're done. So maybe she's going on a date with, or like going on a weekend, a week long trip with Ben Affleck, but maybe she was like done in her head with, uh, what's his face? Um, Aaron hey, Rodriguez, like a really long time ago. Exactly. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but however, I still don't support them trying to do yeah. whatever the hell I mean, if doing. it works out, good for them, but we have no idea. I'll keep an eye on them. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for Drunk Deeds. Yeah, that's it for Drunk Deeds. Um, okay. So this past week, as you know, I went to on a visit, a client visit for, mm-hmm. for work. So I went down to Charlotte, North Carolina last week. It was... <laughs> literally travel from hell it was like exhausting i woke up at four in the morning my flight got canceled at seven they decided not to tell me (laughs) till i was on the way to the airport and they were like we'll put you on standby for four hours i was like okay great sounds perfect um you were traveling by yourself yeah yeah yeah. so i was traveling have anyone to keep you company at the airport no, like I was meeting up with people. We were going to be meeting up in Charlotte, so they're kind of traveling from different parts of the com- uh, from the country. But yeah, I got up at four, and I literally was, you know, bags packed. I'm like rushing to the airport. I'm in the Uber, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to check my work email. I check my work email, and the airline had emailed me at like eight thirty p.m. the night before, which like I was already in bed because I was waking up at four. Actually, no, I wasn't in bed. No, we were doing were, sip and dip. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I was I was out. <laughs> you were out having one too many cocktails. I was Serbia. not in bed. Okay, well I was preoccupied. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, it's your fault. I was pre- no, but who checks their work email at like nine p.m.? Yeah, I don't. I mean, maybe I would, yeah. but like I I shouldn't have to. Anyways, um, they'd emailed me at like eight thirty p.m. the night before, being like your flight to Charlotte is canceled. We booked you a new flight for six a.m. 
an hour earlier. So it's like 5.30 in the morning and I'm like, okay, well clearly I'm not making this. I get all the way to the airport. I'm like talking to the airline. I'm like, can you please get me on another flight? I have a meeting this afternoon. And they're like, they were like, well, you can try to make like the 6 a.m. I was like, that's in 20 minutes. I'm not going to make it through security to my gate, get on the plane. Like they're going to shut down the thing in five yeah. minutes. And they were like, okay. So they're like looking up all these flights. They're like, you can fly out at 3 p.m. I was like, no, like my meeting is at like five. So finally they're like, okay, we're going to put you on standby for these like three flights in a row and see if you can make them. So I'm like, oh, 8 a.m. flight, no. 9 a.m. flight, no. I finally make it onto like a 10.50 a.m. flight. I'm exhausted at that point. I'm like, this is literally the worst thing that could have ever happened to me. I'm so dramatic. It's not, but <laughs> it felt like it at the time. Felt like it. I was yeah. so tired. Um, But yeah, so anyways, I go to Starbucks. So I'm like, there's no way in hell I stay awake and I wanted to get some work done on the plane. So... I go to Starbucks and I'm waiting in line to order like my classic caramel macchiato. There's a guy in front of me mm -hmm. and he orders a coffee and it comes out and there's like 25 people waiting for Starbucks. It was like prime Starbucks time. So it comes out. It's like the creamiest iced coffee I've seen in my life. Like so like light and fluffy and creamy and it was like a venti and he gets it and he's like a pretty good looking guy. He's like probably in his like late twenties, early thirties, had like a business suit on. He was definitely traveling for work and he gets his drink, turns around like in front of everyone. There's like a long line and he looks at the barista and he's like, Hey, can I have more cream in this please? <laughs> like really loud. And she was like, okay. She like takes out the cream and like pours it onto his drink. And he's just like watching her and he's finally like, okay, that's fine. It was literally like white, like stark oh. white. The drink was, and he like confidently puts the cat back on, shoves the straw and starts going to town on it and like walks away. And in my head, I was like, what the living hell? Like he must have the metabolism of like a fucking, <laughs> I don't even know what, because how do you consume that much cream yeah. or dairy or whatever it is and not like be constipated for like <laughs> two to three business days like. I know well also I was just thinking like um in my head I was like okay am I being super biased towards men that order like super like sugary girly drinks and I was like thinking about it I'm like do we do you know what his order was other than the fact I, that it was creamy I want to say it was definitely some sort of like latte with like I don't know a bunch was of it? stuff it was iced, obviously. It was she iced, it. yes. Was there like caramel drizzle in it? I don't know. I All no. I could see was a like, cloud of white and I was just lost in the sauce. See, but I like my coffee. If you guys watch Sip and Dip, you know, just like my espresso martinis, I like my iced coffee creamy, but not like white. Okay, but that's, that's what I'm trying to get at though. Like, sorry to be super objective or whatever gender, I don't know, specific, but you're a girl. I feel like that's okay. Like you don't get judged as, judged as a girl, for having a really no, girly drink. Get, well, not girly. I get judged for having a lot of cream, but it's okay. But like, that's expected of us right. though. Yeah. If you see a guy, like uh, a guy in his thirties that like looks like pretty, like whatever, like manly and whatever, and he orders a girly drink, like, what do you think? Do you, does it not matter to you? Um, Does it matter to me? I mean, it is a little suspicious. Suspicious? Suspicious. 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 <laughs> it's a little suspicious. At the end of the day, I don't really care what he drinks, but like, like Mr. Man, for instance, drinks coffee black. And mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you enjoy that? But I, yeah, I think I would rather him enjoy it black than white. Yeah. You know? 
I don't know. Well, that's my other theory, though. I'm like, do guys actually like black coffee or do they think it makes them seem more manly? Like, do you think they genuinely like it black, their coffee? I don't know how anyone can like their coffee black. I mean, they say it's an acquired it's like taste. Like you have to like train yourself to like it. Mm -hmm. Like, like sometimes like I used to do like half and half and like now I'm trying to do like almond milk or oat milk. Yeah. And I had to train myself to even like my coffee with almond milk. Like yeah. I would just like suffer through it. But I mean, do I care at the end of the day? No, but I do think that it's a little weird. I don't think you should care in the sense where like it keeps you up at night. I just think it's interesting because when you think about people like first meeting each other, you see a guy out and about, um, I just like I'm thinking back to college when um, we used to go to Aroma Joe's, which I told you about. It's mm -hmm. like a vague New Hampshire thing. So Aroma Joe's is like a coffee place. They have them all over New Hampshire. And in college at UNH, we would go up and order our coffees when we were hungover on Saturday mornings. And the Aroma Joe's baristas, they were always like really cute girls working there. Yeah. So all of my guy friends, <laughs> they would want to order these like really girly, not girly, but sugary drinks. They were really called like the rushes. Like they're basically Red Bulls with flavor, flavor shots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that. So they were like, one of them liked like the blackjack rush and the other one like the strawberry mango rush. And they'd make all the girls order them because they didn't want the Aroma Joe's baristas to see them ordering these like oh super sugary girly drinks. <laughs> see like it's like ugh, both parties like guys need to not give a fuck about what they order mm -hmm. but then girls on the other hand need to not judge when they do I, order yeah i agree i feel like you need to normalize you know what it is it's it's confidence at the end of the day i feel like if yeah. the the guy at the airport i feel like if i was like a single girl and like i met him and he was like confidently like you know what he was like can i have some coffee with my cream i feel like the confidence I'd be like that's kind of attractive like own like whatever you yeah. like because everyone has different taste buds I see where you're coming from I think yeah the confidence like if you can order it with confidence and more power to you however I'm just like a little concerned for like his arteries like <laughs> a little a little bit like I would like I'd want to ask him like why do you like is he drinking it because he doesn't like the taste of coffee but he needs the coffee or I don't know. You know? I think it's like... I have so many questions. Personal, I wish you stopped him. A personal preference. I was too tired to stop him. <laughs> I look like a creature. He would have been like, who is this sketchy, like, looking creature? Why is she approaching me? Why is she talking to me? I probably have, like, my neck pull around my head, like, walking around. And I don't know. Um, but I think it's just, like, drinks at the bar. Mm -hmm. So, as a girl, I know, for, personally, I like really sugary, girly drinks. Yeah. But you, I always wanted to be the type of girl that could like order an old fashioned or something and be like, yeah, I'm so cool. I'm just here drinking my old fashioned. No big I deal. mean, I'm pretty sure we tried that at, <laughs> at least two sip and dips. We tried it at Bodega. Um, I know the sip and dip that we're releasing this week at Servia. We tried some different drinks and they were hard to get down. Yeah, it's not for me. Like, <sighs> I don't know. I wonder if there's like a science behind taste buds and like if male to female taste buds like are different. Differ. They definitely are. Cause guys, th I feel like guys think it tastes good. When I was um, a few years ago, I was at some like work event and a bunch of our clients are from um, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. and they're all drinking this like stag whiskey. They were obsessed with it. I remember I like was like, yeah, I'll drink it with you guys. And I had like a cup, of, like a cup of, 
stag whiskey. And I, I don't really, even know what that is. It, I like took a sip and my entire like nose, throat like just burned. And I was like trying. Your sinuses clear. I was literally trying my hardest not to like throw up like at this event. <laughs> and I couldn't handle it. But I was like, mmm, like very good. <laughs> See, that's the one thing. I've always never been ashamed to order a sugary drink or a sugary, like a sugary alcoholic drink or coffee drink. Because at the end of the day, like if I'm paying X amount of money, I want to make sure that I enjoy it. And I'm not going to like give a fuck if like someone thinks I'm like a baby for ordering the most sugary. Like I literally will be at a restaurant and ask, like I'll be like, okay, I'm deciding between these two cocktails. Like which one is sweetest? Yeah. Which one is gonna taste the least? Which like, one is alcohol? gonna give me the biggest hangover because I want it. Mm, okay. Yeah, no, I, I'm all about that life. <laughs> Instant gratification. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, let us know when you listen to this episode, DM us if you are a girl out there and you see a guy ordering a mocha java chip frappuccino with extra extra whipped cream, extra cream, extra cherries, whatever the hell. Do you think Mm, like that guy is hot <laughs> mm. he's just dripping with confidence or are you kind of like eh like I'd rather a guy that drink like a nice lukewarm Americano, Americano with <laughs> just nothing to it let us know honestly the first guy is probably way more fun and the second guy is probably so. boring I think if like you can have a like if you're not scared to be like hey like I want the banana frap then I don't know <laughs> who knows Maybe you're up for whatever. <laughs> um, but what does your drink choice? Maybe we should do a whole episode about. What does your drink choice what does your say drink about cho- you? Yeah, like if you drink X, Y, and Z, this means this. Yeah, I know. If only, if only, I, I feel like we like to put ourselves in the boxes as humans. We're like, what does this mean? Like, we want it. We want someone to tell us like who we are. Like. <laughs> So everyone's obsessed with their like moon sign or star sign or whatever the me. hell. Everyone's like, tell me what I am and what I like. Cause I no, don't wait, know. I those, can't figure it out. All those bud, bud, buzz, 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 quizzes. Yeah. It's like, what is your, go- like, what is your gossip girl? Something like you're, but they this- have the food ones too. <laughs> what does your food choice say about you? Yeah. You like, fill it out. And it's like, you're an outgoing, spontaneous idealist <laughs> <laughs> who is easy to trust, but hard to forgive. <laughs> <laughs> can we make our own buzzfeed do we can we just we? make all answers lead to the same thing everyone gets the same result and they're like oh Jokes my god i totally you. relate to this because <laughs> you always feel like whatever they say can pertain to you you're like yeah that's me yeah love that <laughs> oh. oh my gosh but yeah no honestly it's been so long since i've gone on, on a plane by myself you know what I mean? Because oh, I feel like it's yeah. different when you're traveling with your friends. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're right. I couldn't tell you the last time. Yeah, the last time I traveled alone was for a business trip, which I don't know how long it's been. So I was wondering. Um, so I'm sitting there in the middle seat, of course, because um, oh. I wait till last minute to book my travel. But um, do you do a little, you know, peek seat? <laughs> a little, a little peek a week seat? <laughs> a little sneak peek to your name? So, so who's sitting next to me all the time? Like, I do that when I'm not on a plane. I'm take a little so look, see. Oh my gosh, I am so creepy when I'm on an airplane. <laughs> like sometimes it's like I'm not even hiding it. Like my seat is fully turned, and I'm just like in the person's lap, like scrolling on their phone through I'm like, them. Excuse me, sir. I'm like, you, I'm like, wait, you is this your ex-boyfriend wrong. or like is it? <laughs> I'm like, does your husband know that you were just like texting that guy? Like what the hell? But. I feel like I'm so creepy and I'm like, is that normal? Do what is everyone as creepy as I am? 
I can't tell. Um, I think it's split. I think there's definitely people that are so wrapped up in their own world and what they have going on that they don't even realize the people around them. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like there's, I mean, especially if you're going to, if you're talking about on a plane specifically, I think I'm such an anxious flyer. So I'm always just looking around at all times. Okay. So, but I also want to know who the hell I'm sitting next to. So I'm like, I'm judging the fuck out of you. Whoever's <laughs> sitting next to me, I'm like, are you low key a um, undercover cop? Oh, okay. Are so you you're trying to figure- low key an undercover terrorist? Are you low key a celebrity? Okay. Are you low key just a regular average Joe? You know. Okay. So you're trying to figure things out. Like, are you like who are you? Well, when I when I travel alone, yeah. Okay. Because I have nothing else to do. I think I try to figure. Like, I try to like come up with like the scenario in my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, like he's going home to his, um, you know, wife of 15 years, his three children. Like, he definitely favors the the second child. <laughs> but like, I I put so many things together. Like, I was sitting next to this chick on the plane and it's like I was literally keeping track of the type of music she listened to the podcast she was listening to like she was listening to like crime junkie or something and her texting conversations like her background of her phone I was like trying to nail down this woman I was like oh this is who she is this is definitely her, her profession she you know likes to do this she likes to do that she hangs out with this type of people like I had her all nailed down I was sitting there and I'm like do people do this to me because if people saw the conversation I was having with my friends and the shit that I was like searching for on Instagram and like the podcast I listen to they'd be like (laughs) they'd be like okay who is this like 15 year old sitting next to me um yeah I don't well that's just another conversation another whatever you're doing is uh, your business but I do think when you're sitting in such a close proximity to someone on a plane you do kind of have to sometimes I get paranoid that I tend to listen to the same song over and over Mm. and I always get paranoid that either one will notice or two like because they can hear it or they can see that (laughs) my my phone screen is just the same song over and over. Oh my gosh, wait, I do the same thing too on airplanes. I get like a song stuck in my head right before I get on the plane and it's all I can listen to and I don't want to listen to anything else. Uh, Flying back after New Year's from Florida, I, on the, the, the whole three hour plane ride home, I listened to Anyone by Justin Bieber like probably like I wonder times. if it's like a comfort thing because I do the same thing and I don't really? normally do it, but I do it on plane rides. Like I'll listen to the same song for the full two hours and I'm not like sick of it. I just keep listening to same. it. That's so weird. It's I've weird. never like talked about that with anyone. Neither have I. I feel weirdly <laughs> validated right now. I thought it was a weirdo <laughs> up until this moment. <laughs> I love how you're so right. You think someone else can hear it. I know. I'm like, you take no. out your headphones and the plane is like, and you're yeah. like, okay, no one can hear this. And also the person next to and me then, has headphones. And in. then like a row in front of you, there's a freaking baby and it's like, and you're like, Shut that freaking baby <laughs> off, someone, for the love of God. Uh, oh my gosh. I, yes, not good. I do not like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, you know the drill. Our presenting sponsor is none other than Manscaped. And Abby, you know what? It's 20 freaking 21. And if you're a man and your idea of taking care of yourself is a bar of soap in the fucking shower and some Old Spice deodorant, you're wrong. Absolutely wrong. And luckily for you guys, we are partnered with Manscaped, the global leaders in men's below the waist grooming. And we've got a deal for you guys. So if you don't want to sleep on the couch because your girlfriend is sick of looking at your nose hairs, use code BIGNIGHT for 20% off your order and 
Free shipping. Free shipping. If you're tired of your girlfriend literally not kissing you, not sleeping next to you, not wanting to look at your face, maybe just grabbing a paper bag and putting it over your head, head over to manscaped.com. They have a wide array of products. So if your issue is above the waist, below the waist, your armpits, I don't know if you're whatever you're into, whatever your issue is, head over there and they'll be able to take care of you. Yes. Thank you, Manscaped. And back to our regularly scheduled programming. Back at it. Um, okay, so this past weekend, we did another double date. Yeah, we did. Which was fun. We Friday night, we went to the North End. I don't, do you remember where we went? I don't know how to pronounce it. Mm, shit. Sarah, started with an S. Sarah, some, Sarah, Sarah, I don't know. I don't you know, know, we'll we'll post it after this episode comes out. We'll we'll link it. Yeah, we'll we'll revisit that. We'll revisit that. The food was really good, so we recommend it even though we and can't remember like the And there's like four levels. Yeah, there's four levels. It was really good. We got two bottles of wine. Mm -hmm. Some of us drank more than others. Yes, Abby definitely drank more than others. <laughs> she was like going around like filling up all of our cups she was like more for you more for me more for you more that's for what me good friends do yes it was it was really it was magical thank you and romantic and then we went to cafe victoria after um which is like a really cute um that's have, good for drinks not drinks after work but drinks after dinner yeah like that's after dinner place. drinks and they also have like pastries and mm -hmm. gelato and everything so we went there and had more drinks where mystery man actually was the one who got a little more buzzed <laughs> first it was you then it was mystery man you guys like switched off like you started the night off with a bang and then he ended it with a bang yeah. um but that was such a cute place so if you go on like a date in the north end we recommend going there afterwards for like if you want you know cappuccino if you want a drink or gelato like they have everything so so yeah. cute mm -hmm. it was adorable so then we walked back afterwards and i don't know okay so something happened something occurred on on the whack walk back. on the whack <laughs> <laughs> on the whack on the walk back from dinner so we were walking back to my apartment and abby and mystery man were walking in front of us whatever like walking super fast and michael and i were cruising behind them and he was like I don't remember what we were talking about. We were talking about like where we wanted to like live someday or I don't even remember like apartments we wanted about to buy future. or the future. I don't know why it was dumb. I don't, I hate being romantic. Anyways, <laughs> it was stupid. Um, and he was like, hey, look, I really love that you, um, that you like push me or that you like challenge me or something like that. He's like, I love that you push me to, you know, try to do these things or like accomplish these things in our lives and like have these really fun, exciting lives. And whatever he said was super cute, but I had this moment, I was just like staring at his eyes and I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, do you ever wonder what it would be like if you were dating a girl that like didn't want those things? That like, you know, was, you know, maybe more comfortable, you know, graduating college and like living in like a smaller town and like didn't want to do these things. And he was like, <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> Instantly. And, he, and he was like, I mean, ruined. not really. And I was like, yeah, but like, do you think you'd be happy? Like if you dated a girl that was like, not like me, do you think you'd be happy? And he was like, I mean, I'm like a pretty, you know, content person. Like, I, I don't know. And I was like, do you think you'd be happier if you were dating someone else? Like, do you think that would make, and he was like, what the, where the hell did this come from? What the <laughs> fuck? He was, like, <laughs> he was like, 
I'm going down a very dangerous slope right now. And I was like, no, no, just answer the question. Like, do you think, like, do you think you'd be happier if you graduated college, like settled down, you were already married, uh, you know, with a lab, boring ass <laughs> like with a black lab, you know, 2.7 kids, white picket fence. <laughs> I think that's the average. Oh, I thought you meant like two and one on the way. <laughs> <laughs> two point point seven percent. Seven months long. Point seven percent. Like I said, we're not good with math. <laughs> but I was like, would you be happier? And he was like, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Poor Aww. bastard. But I was literally just like questioning the hell out of him. And I eventually stopped. And he was like, where did that? He was like, where did you just go right then? Like, who did you become? Like, who is this New demon? Spiral. And like, who, like, who replaced my girlfriend in the span of like 2.5 seconds? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and it just hit me. I was like, as girls, I feel like we just, I don't know what it is. We ask questions that we're scared to hear the answers to. Like we like start questioning a guy and we know that there's no right answer. Mm -hmm. Like damned if he does, damned if he doesn't, whatever he says, it's gonna You're hurt setting him. him up to fail. <laughs> yes, but yeah. why do we do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. That's a good question. I feel like I used to do that a lot mm -hmm. growing up. I feel like I've, I'm starting to grow out of it. Yeah. Um, mainly because I'm just sick of getting my feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I, I get my feelings hurt when too many times you just stop doing it. But no, I think you're right. I think, I think girls especially, they ask questions that they don't want to hear the answer to. Yes. But like me personally, I'm just like a very like in... I don't know how to say this correctly, but like I'm like an impulsive person in the sense where it's like, I don't think before I speak. Mm. And a lot of the times I regret saying things and like asking things <laughs> and doing things like I, like I will say something or ask something and I'm like, I shouldn't have said that, mm -hmm. but it's already out there. Right. But like, I still want to know, but I don't want to know because I know I'm not going to like the answer, but I still want to hear it. Yes, you and, can't help. And most times we already know the answer. Right. And also like, I feel like, so if you're talking to a guy if, in this example, if he was like, no, Shannon, like I never, I don't think I'd be happy with anyone else. Or I don't think I'd be happy with that sort of life. I'd be like, oh my gosh, he's lying. Like I wouldn't right. believe him. I'd be like, oh no, he's just saying. And you completely disregarded the really nice thing that he said. Yes. And like, like I, I relate because it's like nothing is ever good enough like no matter what they say like you're not going to be content because you have these fake like ideas <laughs> and thoughts in your head yes. and like you have like this fake storyline and if it doesn't if they don't match up to your fake storyline you're like all right it's well you're right. lying yes you assume they're lying and you're like oh he's just saying that and you're not happy until he tells you the answer you don't want to hear yeah which then which makes is you upset. so which insane <laughs> if you think about like it. we've all asked questions especially growing up like oh like your ex-girlfriend like what was she like did you ever think that her hair was really pretty like was she like i'll never forget i was dating this guy in high school and i don't even know how the hell this came up but we were talking about how like this is so weird i, I was we were talking about like something with like working out or having abs and Somehow it came up in conversation that his ex-girlfriend like had abs. And I was like, well, did you like the fact that she had perfect abs and I don't? And he was just mm. like, no, I mean, like they were like, you know, it was kind of like she was like too muscular. I'm like, too muscular. I was like, that's a freaking lie. I was like, you wish you were dating her. Like you wish you were still with her. And he was like, what the f my god let's keep in mind that this is a high school relationship so you're probably talking about like probably a little freshman year of high school relationship yeah like, i mean no irrelevant. it was it was later than that but yeah 
definitely an immature relationship, but I think you work, you have an idea in your mind about something and you just, you can't stop. Like I can't, you can't stop questioning the guy until he gives you an answer. And I'm like wondering if like there's any point other than just to start a fight or like, just cause we're obsessed with the drama. Like we just need drama. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. Cause there's no like other outcome except for fighting or drama. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think there was a piece of you in that moment that was like generally curious? Yeah, I'm sure I was. Or maybe I was literally just trying to start conversations. And then as soon as, as soon as it like or, went that direction. Or do you think that, I mean, earlier in this episode, you said, or no, you started off the story saying, ew, I hate being romantic. Do you think because he said something that was like kind of romantic, your instant reaction is to like stop the romance, like stop, the, like put a halt to all romance. Like, how do no. I kill this moment? Like, how do I kill this moment? Where's the start kill a fight. switch? Start a fight. Start a start fight. A fight. Oh, romance, start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, that's my version of think, romance, just fighting. Yeah. Do you oh, think, okay. do you think, like, do you think intimacy, do you have intimacy issues? I think maybe I'm a fighter, not a lover. I could see do that. Do you think you have inti- intimacy issues? Maybe. Like, do you think, like I d- any sign of intimacy? I don't wear like, socks to down. I don't wear socks to bed. Isn't that like the, thing well if you wear socks to bed you're a psychopath <laughs> who wears socks to bed i thought that like if you didn't wear i thought if you wore socks to bed it meant you have intimacy issues am i just making that up i don't know i mean i'm gonna look that i up. could see actually i could see that because if you wear socks to bed you're a psychopath you probably do have intimacy <laughs> you probably issues. Do have intimacy issues. <laughs> i don't know i actually don't think there's an answer to this one but i, I all i know is that all girls do it and mm-hmm. even like this week I was asking <clears throat> our listeners, I was like, let us know if you have any questions or things you wanted to go over, um, want us to go over in the podcast this week. And we got a few responses. And one of the girls, she said, um, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up. And about the phone. Yeah, it was just like a classic. She said. Um, that was a good one. It's, like, it's, just, it's just classic. And I feel like we've all been there. Um, she's like, to or not to look through your boyfriend's phone, even if you don't have any trust issues. And it's like- Curiosity some, killed the cat. I mm-hmm. feel like it's the unknown. People, the unknown is scary. And so they want to see what's in their phone. Like even if you think your boyfriend is the most loyal, trustworthy trustworthy person, like you just want to take a peek. Yeah. And I think you want to take a peek because you just want to know what's out there. Mm-hmm. There's another part of me that's like, you know for a fact that if you go on your partner's phone, he could be the most honest, perfect angel, sweetheart, baby puppy in the entire world. <laughs> but you are going to find something that you don't like on there. Right. You will. I don't care if he is, and I think we've said this before, I don't care if he's texting his friends from work or if it's uh, his girl best friend or a long distant cousin that you don't know about, like you're gonna see like a winky face or a funny, like could be taken as flirtatious text and you're gonna be pissed. Yeah. You just are. So then I'm wondering like, do we as girls secretly, like are we looking to find that drama? Like, does that like what keep, is that what keeps us alive? I don't know. Mm. Let me know. That's a, that's a very deep question. But like, I know I'm like that, but is everyone like that? Like, I would love to know. Want to go through your partner's phone or want to have drama? Like both. Yeah. (laughs) 
I don't know. Because I feel like if you went through your partner's phone and you didn't find anything, like, do you feel good? Or are you kind of just like... No, then I'd just be like, they deleted it. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're never going to be <laughs> Nothing's like... Nothing's ever good enough. Yeah, like, you're like, okay, well, clearly he knew I was going to look at his phone tonight. So he wiped everything. And, like, I'm sure he's storing it somewhere else or whatever. But I don't know. I think we just kind of, like, look for that drama, to be honest. That's healthy. I hate being a girl sometimes. DM us and let us know um, if you have ever caused a fight off of literally nothing and what that fight was and what it led to we're super curious yeah we'll share the best answers next week next week um okay (laughs) after we just you know showcased how psychotic we are (laughs) let's do a complete 180 and discuss something that we've never really talked about before Mm -hmm. yes so I'm sure most of you have seen by now since we're like halfway through May, but May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes. And it's something that's super important that I think not enough people talk about. And I think at least Shannon and I, we wanted to briefly just discuss um, some things like that we have struggled with, um, things that we've noticed and, you know, just open up the conversation. Cause I think that's like step one and trying to like end the stigma around mental health. Cause I think there's such like a negative, you know, like people like don't talk about it. They're not very open about their struggles, but it's actually extremely common. I 100% agree. It's so common. And I think like I feel like when you think of like mental health, like people automatically, they go to depression and anxiety. Those are like the two most commonly talked about ones, but there's actually like a shit ton of other mental health, like mental illnesses that people don't talk about. And that's like, you know, OCD, PTSD, eating disorders, mood disorders, schizophrenia, like personality disorders, panic disorders. Like there's literally so many things. So many so many illnesses out there and I feel like people just talk about depression, anxiety. And while those are two horrible, horrible things that people, you know, I think most people at least once in their life probably struggle with it. Um, there's a lot out there and with mental health, we just want to bring awareness to it. And I know I can speak for myself. I've definitely struggled with a boatload. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think the reason we wanted to bring it up is because obviously there's a lot of information out there. Um, a lot of people kind of dealing with different things. I think first and foremost, the most important, we're not the most important thing, but an important thing that we wanted to emphasize is that I do believe that like your mental health is it's personal to you. Right. Right. So I think that everyone deals with different things. And while I think it's extremely important to be able to support people, I think it's equally as important to understand that like what might've been the answer for you or what you might have dealt with and been, you know, your saving grace may not be the case for someone else. Right. You know, I agree. I think so. First of all, if you have, the courage to seek help or seek treatment. I think that's in and of itself something to be applauded for. I think a Mm -hmm. lot of people, they, one, they struggle silently and on their own. Like they're not talking about it with them. They might not even talk about it. Like never mind their friends, but just their family too. Like they literally might be completely alone. And to be able to speak up to at least one person that you feel comfortable with and be like, hey, you know what? I'm having these thoughts and feelings and I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to help myself. I just know I don't want to feel like this anymore. It takes a lot of courage. Right. And for myself, I've been in therapy since literally probably elementary school. 
Really? Yeah, like oh, my mom, know. yeah, no, I've been in and out of therapy for a very long time. My mom put me in therapy when I was probably in like elementary school. Oh, wow. I, I was a freaking, God bless her, because I was a terror child. <laughs> I was a terror. But, you know, me personally, I was diagnosed with mild depression and generalized anxiety years ago, and I never did anything about it because I was like, no, like I'm fine. Like I don't like fit the like the not the criteria but like the image like people are like oh like I can't get out of bed like I can't do this I can't do that and maybe that wasn't the case for you but that didn't mean that you didn't have it right Right. like I like I I mean I don't I I just I didn't do anything about it until I mean I was always in and out of therapy but it wasn't until actually this past summer I had a panic attack and I was like oh shit like it was I had one I could probably count on one hand how many panic attacks that I've had, but it was probably the first one in a very long time. And I think that was kind of like a wake up call. I feel like you, I feel like you have to hit rock bottom to really, you know, want to change. And for me, that panic attack this past summer was hitting rock bottom. And I was like, Oh no, like I can't, I can't keep living like this. Mm -hmm. Like, and so I finally, I, you know, I suffer from, ADD and so I already have a psychiatrist and a psychologist for those of you that don't know the difference a psychologist um, is one that diagnoses you and then the psychiatrist is the one that prescribes you so a psychologist can't like actually prescribe medicine so that's why you have to go to psychiatrist but it wasn't until then when I was like you know what like I hadn't even opened up because I've had multiple therapist, multiple psychologists throughout my life, you know, moving to Boston, I had to get all new ones. And for the longest time, I, when I moved to Boston, I was like, Oh, I got to get all new people. And like, now I have new health insurance. Like I probably like can't go to the ones that I was going to in Rhode Island. And so I put it off like for over two years, I put it off, um, until this past summer. And I was like, you know what? I need to make my mental health a priority, like I have, I have really good health insurance and there's no reason not to, but it took hitting rock bottom for me to get help. And so I finally got prescribed, um, Ativan for, it's like for panic, like panic attacks. And she was like, you know what, Abby, like just, I'll prescribe you five at a time and you can just keep them with you, use them as you need them. And I was like, okay, fine, cool. But I had this like I don't know what you'd even call it, but I was like, I don't want to take it. Like I shouldn't have to take it. I just want to feel okay without it. Mm -hmm. And I've always been the type of person where like, I don't want to take, like, I didn't want to take, like when I was diagnosed with, uh, like generalized, generalized anxiety, I was like, I don't want to take a a pill every single day for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Like I want to get to the root of the problem and try to fix it myself. Right. But, and I feel like a lot of people have that struggle where it's like, you have to help yourself. Like just because some people, they need that. They need everyday medicine to feel okay and to get up out of bed and to function, like literally to be a functioning person in society. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me personally, I'm just very stubborn, I feel. And I was like, no, you know, I'll take the prescription, but I'm not gonna take it. And then lo and behold, a couple months later, I needed it and I had it. And it was the most comforting feeling to have it. Exactly. And like, that's like what you said. No, there's not like a one size fits all. Right. Right. So like you mentioned, there's some people who need to take medication every single day. Like you didn't need that, but you know, taking the 
pill at one time did help you and it helped you get through mm-hmm. it and maybe in the future it calms you down knowing that you have it. So yeah. I do think that everyone's different. And I think that like in the culture that we live in, it's so important that if you're dealing some dealing with something, I think you should get help. I think you should try your best to find someone to help you, whether that's relying in friends and family first, if you don't feel comfortable getting, you know, um, professional help. But I think the biggest thing is that I cannot stress enough people supporting you, you know, being there for you, a shoulder crying, super important, but don't let anyone ever tell you what your path needs to be or like what your journey needs to be. So for example, like I've dealt with anxiety before in my life, but I have not dealt with anxiety like my whole life. I've gone through seasons of feeling anxious and it's usually um, due to like circumstantial, like it's due to yeah. like, okay, I'm going through a stressful time in my job or there's stuff going on in my personal life, but I've never just felt anxiety just because. So for me to go and give advice to someone who deals with anxiety on a daily basis, like that's not, not that it's not fair to them, but it's not exactly my place because I don't live inside their head. I don't know what's going on in their head. So I think the number one thing you can do for your loved ones, people that you meet is be it, be there for them. Let them talk to you. Let them confide in you. Try to understand but also try to encourage them to, you know, seek professional help to to see a therapist, to see a um, a psychologist. Because in the end of the day, as much as I think it's important to be there for people, you can't really. It's it gets a little dicey, I think, to try to you know tell people what to do with their um no, with I, what they're going through. I agree because you you really don't know and unless you've been there, and you also don't know unless you're in that person's head. So. You know, some people, they they want to do the holistic approach. Like mm-hmm. they don't want to do um, medicine every single day. They want to do, I don't even know what holistic people do. Like, I don't know how that treatment plan is, but I know that they're kind of, you know, anti-pharmacy. Right. Well, I know some people will take like five, um, like HTP or um, like melatonin to help them sleep and, mm-hmm. and things. And, and for some people that might work, you know what I mean? That's the thing. Like it might work for you to do that or to... I don't know, uh, you know, take certain like supplements or herbs or, I mean, some people they're like, I, you know, I work out and I feel better, which obviously it sounds like they may have like a milder condition of, um, you know, whatever it is that they might have, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't work for other people. And I think if you're someone that needs to take medication daily, that doesn't make you weak. It doesn't like, that's fine. It's just because you're dealing with something different than someone else's. And I think that is completely understandable. And Mm -hmm. I think also like, Um, you know, one of the most important things on the subject too, is that you are not alone. Mm -hmm. There is, um, so many times in my life where I've felt so out of place and weird. And I thought that my thoughts were not normal and that I was strange and like out there. And I, the more that I felt that way, the more that it made me not want to, you know, get close to other people and share my thoughts with them. When I started doing that, I realized that often the things that like I would feel weird about or anxious about or the weird thoughts that I would have, like a lot of people that I knew were like, oh my gosh, I go through the exact same thing. Right. And it kind of gave me like a comfort knowing like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Like there's other people that go through similar things. So I think that like the faster you can find a support system to rely on and just at least talk to people, like you're going to be so surprised by the amount of people that are going through the same thing that can kind of be there for you. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, like I said earlier, the biggest... I think mental health awareness month is really just a bringing awareness to it because I feel like everyone, like I said, everyone is going to suffer from something at least once, at least one part in your life. Mm -hmm. Um, Like sometimes mental illness, it can be genetic even. And 
and you have a family history of X, Y, and Z, but also like, like PTSD, you suffer a post-traumatic stress from an event that happened. Um, you loss of a family member, loss of even a pet. Um, right. There's so many things that can happen throughout life where if you haven't been necessarily, if you haven't experienced it yet, that doesn't mean that you won't in the future, which I know isn't the greatest thing to look forward to, but it right. just, it's just important to know that just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, uh, mindful of others that, you know, might be struggling a little bit more. Exactly. I agree. Um, 100%. I think being there for each other, finding a support system, finding a, an actual support system, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Is I think important too. And there's a ton of those um, types of places in the city as well. So I know, I know I joke, we joke on here all the time about me ghosting my therapist, but I truly believe that everyone should be in therapy. Like even people that don't think that you need to be in therapy, you need to be in therapy. Like <laughs> I, and it's such like a hard thing because me personally like I don't like opening up to anyone Mm -hmm. never mind a stranger right but there's almost kind of like a comfort in knowing that like because sometimes like you vent to your friends like you like you even if you do have a great support system like after some point like you start to feel like a burden you don't want to like right like burden your friends with all your thoughts like all the time but you know you go you go to a therapist and you have someone who's unbiased who doesn't know like your friends and family personally, like they're just going based off of facts off of what you tell them. And they don't have that, you know, bias, like, Oh, well they probably meant X, Y, and Z. Like, no, they're, they're going to tell you like the facts based off of the facts. Right. um, Not based off of knowing anyone or any like preconceived notion. Yeah. That's a great point actually. Yeah. No. And I mean, the, the hardest struggle is finding someone that at least for me, finding someone that I wanted to, and that's why I've been like in and out of therapy so much. Cause like there comes a point where I'm like, oh, this person can't serve me anymore. Mm-hmm. Like my most recent therapist, I was like, I don't think we're like compatible and that's okay. But like for me, like it's exhausting having to find someone that's the right fit. But once you find someone, it's so worth it. It's worth all the what, trial. What do you error. recommend for someone that's like trying to find a therapist? Like what? what are the steps that you should take? Like if you're new to the city and like, you don't know anyone, like what do you think you should do? That's a good question. There's a lot of websites out there that can help. Like literally, I think someone should make like a, like a, like a Tinder buffer <laughs> therapist. Mm-hmm. Like I think that would be, um, like really match, helpful. Match people. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea. But, um, we can share this information too. Um, yeah, Psychology today.com. That's, okay. a, that's a website where you can find a lot of people. But I know for the place that I go to um, when I first joined, like when I first became like a whatever, what a patient, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, I literally went on their website and I like went to all of their <laughs> like people and I narrowed it down to just females because I was like, nope, I just want to do a female. And I read every single bio <laughs> of every single person. And I was like, okay, like they specialize in X, Y, and Z. I don't think like they're gonna, you know, I think like they can't handle me or maybe I'm, or they handle people that are, you know, more complicated than me. And I kind of just narrowed it down by that. But I think like, just because if you try one person, it doesn't mean like you have to stick with them. Right. And if you try one person, it does not work out. And you're like, this isn't working. I don't, I don't click with this person. Then that doesn't mean that 
you're doomed, you can find someone else. And they're not going to be offended either if you're like, this isn't working for me. Personality fit is huge. But honestly, um, if you're listening to this and especially if you're new to the area, you don't know anyone, you want to, you know, you want to seek help, you want a support system, please honestly slide into our DMs, let us know. And we'll do our best to try to, um, at least get you the resources yeah. um, to connect you to the, the right place. Because I know it's a lot just, of... If you want someone to vent to, if you want, we're here to listen. Yes, exactly. Um, but we're so happy to be a part of Big Night because they realize the importance of this month. And for the entire month of May, any Big Night restaurant that you visit, if you order the Making Me Happy cocktail, $2 from every cocktail purchase will be donated donated to the Mental Health America Foundation. Absolutely, yes. So couldn't be happier that, you know, they are supporting this amazing cause. Um, So get your drink on and know that you're helping people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And don't be um, scared to make some, you know, resolutions too. Like I know for myself, I'm going to try to ease back a little bit on the drinking and ease up a little bit on the sleeping. I've been so overtired for the past like three months of my life. So I'm just going to like make a little goal to myself to try to take care of myself a little bit more and get some more sleep and drink less, which is hard with sip and dip, but we'll We'll figure it out. I know. Sometimes this uh, brand is a Ugh. is a blessing and a curse. It when curse. You have to it's drink not. All it's the not time. good for my jeans either um, because of all the drinking. And I'm like, I am wearing my not so thin pants today, but it's okay. Uh. It's fine. We're getting through it. Um, but guys, that's all we had for this week. So thank you so much again for tuning in every single week. It really means the world to us to have such an amazing support system, amazing listeners, friends, um, that honestly have become so close. It's great that some of you who DM us all the time, we're on like a first name basis and we, Mm. you know, kind of just chit chat all the time. So don't be a stranger. Don't be scared to reach out. Um, if you are listening to this on Apple, please don't forget to um, subscribe um, and also leave us a rating and review. Five stars would be great. If you want to give us three or two, we understand. As long as you're giving us some sort of a star. Don't, not one. Don't give us one star. One star is stupid. No. At least three. Yeah. If and not four. <laughs> if you haven't yet already, join our private Facebook group. It's Drinks After Work Boston Baddies. Um, if you're a girl in the Boston area looking for new friends or looking for new places to get drinks after work, it's an amazing community. There's some exclusive discounts in there for, you know, hair and spray tans and all that good stuff. And link in bio to buy our merch. Shout out to that girl, Jen, for winning this uh, merch giveaway but there'll be plenty more mm-hmm. and we have some new fun ideas dropping soon for the summer um, just in preparation for all the Southeast Sundays and bar season so mm-hmm. keep on the lookout for that um, thank you guys so much for watching every single week and we'll see you next week baddies bye bye, bye.